App State upsets JMU. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150. If your team wins, visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown to get started. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. We'll get to App State taking down JMU here momentarily. Arc State, Arkansas State does what? Unbelievable. Uh, and South Alabama is going bowling again. But we start with the whole rigmarole that was JMU uh, getting screwed, not going to uh, play for the Sunbelt Championship game. You got the buildup getting uh, game day there, which, by the way, they did a tremendous job. And, you know, if the Cajuns can figure out a way to have a really nice 2025 when they reopen. Now it's going to be Our Lady of Lords Stadium, the new Cajun field, if you will. That is a tremendous uh, opportunity, what just happened to JMU. Uh, maybe they took their eye off the ball. They certainly didn't play very well. That was That's, that's got to be the worst game that they've played uh, this season. Down 17-5, to five, App State's defense. App State's defense? Not giving up a touchdown in the first three quarters? Oh, my God. And almost three and a half quarters. Uh, and give it up to Sean Clark, by the way. That's a good job by him because, uh, you know, he's had a tough year. They've had some tough, tough losses, right? A field goal here, a field goal there. They lose to Carolina in, in overtime. And, you know, at Boone's has got a small community. He's going to be, you know, uh, I'm sure he's heard, you know, the chatter there. I, I don't think he should lose his job, but... You know, everybody has this tradition of championships. The problem is when everybody, and we've talked about this, when everybody has their tradition of championships, whether it's Marshall, JMU, App State, Georgia Southern, everybody can't win a championship. Not every year. And so the last couple of seasons, at least in the East, it's been about JMU. And a good job for App State to focus on, uh, to focus on the game and not get caught up in all the revelry. Uh, but it's got to be fun to be playing in front of a packed house. That's, you know, doesn't matter if you're home or, you know, road, right? It's it's more fun to be playing in front of a lot of people. And, you know, if you're on the, if you're on the road, it's nothing better to be quieting the stadium, I'm sure. I will also say, I just saw uh, earlier today, earlier yesterday, I, I should say, on Sunday, I saw a Kurt Signetti's press conference. Boy, a lot of teams... A lot of coaches at much bigger programs can learn a thing or two from Kurt. Uh, he took responsibility, credited app, and didn't blame the refs. And, you know, I guess pun intended, but, you know, press conferences like that can be a lot more Kurt, right? If someone saw Brandon Staley's, maybe a different situation, but Brandon Staley's interview or post-game press conference, I should say, uh, with the Chargers losing on Sunday. That was a lot more strained 
than this one was. And, you know, give it up to, to Coach Signetti for how to handle a tough situation. You know, they have this cooling off period. It's not nearly long enough, but you got to get in there because people have to do their jobs. And it was a good job by a Kurt Signetti. Again, taking responsibility. Didn't blame anybody. He was actually even asked about the refs. And he said, hey, you know, it's really hard. And when we see plays, we're biased. So, yeah, it is. Uh, that's a pretty good job uh, by him. All right. So I just wanted to say that if you have to go see it, I think JMU football put it up. So that's where I saw it. Uh, and it's a good job by him. All right. Having said that, uh, you know, App State was leading 17 to five right at the beginning of the fourth quarter. And they sort of let it slip away. Uh, that's all of a sudden, you know, Jordan McLeod uh, starts playing, you know, Jordan McLeod again, if you will, and gets the uh, offense uh, going. All right. He has a six yard run, makes it 17 to 12. And oh my God, a head coach doesn't chase points because he knows how to do math. <laughs> uh, App State does get a nice long drive, maybe needed to be a little bit longer. Um, Still four minutes left, and obviously they would have preferred a touchdown and put the game away, but they couldn't do it. And uh, JMU, uh, Jordan McLeod hits Eli Surratt for an 11-yard touchdown pass and the two-point conversion, and they tie the ball game up. JMU comes up with a nice interception at the end of regulation. Um, you got to throw the ball deep, and it doesn't hurt because they can't really do much with it. All right, so JMU gets the ball first, and they got inside the 10. They had first and goal from the six and could not get any further. And so they have to kick a field goal. And JMU's defense ends up usually coming up big at times like this. They get third and eight against App State. And I want to make sure I get this. So let me go back because I tweeted this out. And this is Adam Witten has a great job on the call. Uh, he's the play-by-play -play voice of the Mountaineers. And I wanted to make sure because I, I quote tweeted his tweet or actually Barstool Nears uh, tweet. And this is not a criticism of Adam. He's calling it live. I'm seeing it on a replay. He's got a great call. So if you want to go listen to it, go find that. Uh, it's a great call. But if you had to draw up the play from a JMU defensive side of things, they got exactly what they wanted. The ball is snapped from the eight-yard line. Caden Robinson, crossing shallow crosser, crosses the five, all right, but comes back to the six and makes the catch. He's at the six-yard line when he makes the catch. The first guy trying to tackle him is at the five-yard line. And, of course, everything is, you know, everything is in front of you, right? Whether it's linebackers or safeties, everything is in front of you. And it was. This is exactly what we want defensively. Make a tackle. They'll kick a field goal. We'll do it in double overtime. And we get to go second. Except the first guy missed the tackle at the five. Uh, I'm not sure he was at the three, but I said three and a half. No, no more than the four. No, no, uh, not much closer than the four. And then by the time the second guy or the third guy got there, you know, he's inside the one. I thought he crossed the goal line before he reached like the ball across the plane. So I thought it was a touchdown. I'm not complaining about um, the close call or not. Uh, but, you know, if you're the defensive coordinator and you're telling what the play is and then App State does the play that you want him to do, a shallow crosser, not throwing it into the end zone, because what would have happened if you say, you got to throw it in the end zone. Like, if they come up short, I guess it wouldn't matter. They, you don't want to force something and have a turnover because you do want to kick a field goal to go into, uh, you know, double OT. But 
you got to make those tackles. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, it's a great job by Robinson to get in, but Jim, you missed three tackles, at least two. And you got you to make those tackles. And that's that's the difference in the ballgame. So great job by App State. Been a tough year. They can win the East. And Coastal can win the East. We'll find out if any courts do any ruling uh, this week. So basically, it's down to them as Georgia Southern laid an egg. Um, ODU with a nice win. Uh, but so you have two teams that can win the East. I presume if they uh, both win, Coastal gets in. If they both lose, Coastal gets in. So App can get in with a win. and. Uh, and Coastal has to lose to JMU. We'll see if JMU is still motivated, you know, in this week, or do they just, you know, have a total, I don't want to say meltdown or anything like that, but just disinterested after having a really tough loss. We'll see. And part of that press conference that Kurt Signet had said, you know, everyone in this locker room, you know, we've all lost, right? No one died. We've all had really tough losses, and this one's going to sting more than others. Uh, but you pick yourself up and do it again. And we got one more game and maybe another one. So, um, good job by App State. Tough loss for JMU. They had a great week, right? With the game day and Pat McAfee show. It was a tremendous week. Uh, I just actually saw on Twitter, you know, JMU fans and App State fans were very gracious to each other. You don't usually you don't see that too often. <laughs> uh, outside of the outcome of the game, it looked like it was a great weekend in Harrison Park. Okay, let's take a timeout. When we come back, we'll talk about whatever Arkansas State did to Texas State. That didn't see that one coming. That is for sure. We got a new sponsor here on Locked On Sunbelt. It is listening.com. College students, listen up. There's this incredible app called listening.com, which can take any academic paper, PDF, or class material and turn it into an audiobook. It can read math equations, technical words, complicated documents. Knows to skip all the citations, footnotes, and references and lets you jump straight to the chapter or section you want to listen to. It even has a one-click note-taking button where it automatically puts the last 10 seconds into a notepad so you don't have to type notes while you listen. Best of all, if you use the link listening.com slash locked on, you'll be able to get your first three weeks for free. So go ahead and give it a try. Usually it's only two weeks that are free, but you get an extra free week when you go to listening.com slash locked on. That's listening.com slash locked on. All right, Dave Schultz, locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. Arkansas State, I got someone had to do this research. I haven't done it yet. I will look into this. I hope someone else does it. I'm not going to do the research, but I'll read about it. Has any team ever scored 70 in the same season they've given up 70, right? Arkansas State started the season losing to Oklahoma 73 to nothing. They just beat Texas State 77, was it 31? Uh, And I'm not sure it was that close. (laughs) Uh, It absolutely got out of hand. And, I mean, these guys, again, Butch Jones was leaving town, folks. It was over, right? The seat was hot. You know, they did a good job against Southern Miss. They had a couple of easier ball games with Stony Brook and UMass. But then they, you know, they they reverted back to form going three and four. And now they've won three out of their last four ball games. Right? They've taken down Monroe. They took down the Cajuns, which was impressive. Losing at South Alabama has no shame. And then they embarrassed Texas State. Um. 
absolutely the case. And again, this game, it's a crazy football game, right? It was 17-14. Let me make sure when this was. At the beginning of the second quarter. TJ Finley hits Jolie uh, Hobart for an 18-yard touchdown pass. 17-14. We got a good ball game. 12-16 to go second quarter. And that's as close as it got. Arkansas State, seven plays, 75 yards, touchdown. Texas State punt. After Arkansas State punted, one play, Texas State fumble, one play, Arkansas State touchdown. Texas State punts, Arkansas State touchdown. Texas State ends the ball, ends the half with the ball, can't get any points. Then Arkansas State touchdown, Arkansas State touchdown. That is um, one, two, three, four straight possessions for touchdowns. And when they won with defense a couple of weeks ago, the defense didn't show up for Texas State this week. And then the defensive scores happened, right? Fumble return, touchdown. They scored their own touchdown, interception return, touchdown, interception return, touchdown. Uh, and somewhere in there, they had a, they're leaving out the, uh, they're leaving out the kickoff return for a touchdown um, on the game recap here. I mean, what a ball game, right? Jaquez, again, I'm doing it. A Jaquez cross, 42-yard run, touchdown. Jaquez cross, 15-yard touchdown. Jaquez cross, 57-yard touchdown. Jaquez cross, 93-yard kickoff return. He had himself a day. <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know, yardage, obviously, Texas State had more yards. They had more plays. It's not like Arkansas State was throwing the ball all over the place, though Jalen Rayner was really efficient, 14 to 17 for 196 yards. You know, they ran it for 196 yards. They did run it for almost 300. All right. Obviously, there wasn't much use for passing uh, later on in the ballgame. Cross, only 13 carries, 139 yards. Let's see. Even I can do that math, uh, yards per carry. Uh, and the youngster had the three touchdowns. Um, Three touchdowns on the ground and the kickoff return. All right. I mean, Butch Jones was out of town. He wasn't coming back. And he has turned this thing around. And, you know, not talking out of turn because we're having the same discussions down here in, in Lafayette that this team could be really good if you keep those, keep the players that, you know, have proven they can play at this level. Arkansas State's got to keep Jalen Rayner. Right. At, you know, sorry to say this, but someone's got to come up with an NIL deal to keep Jalen Rayner. I don't know how much it has to be. If the kid's going to go to, you know, power five, you're not going to be able to compete with that, but you got to make sure he does not go to another group of five school. You got to keep him at, you got to keep him at Arkansas state to build it. All right. And see where he can go uh, and see what this team uh, can do because, you know, let's be straight here. I don't know. You know, I don't, I, I got to find out Gunnar Watson's status. Right. But Carter Bradley's gone. Right. We'll see if TJ Finley comes back. Southern Miss doesn't have a great quarterback situation. Yuel Monroe has a young quarterback situation. Cajuns have a young quarterback situation. We'll find out about Gunnar Watson. Why don't we just do that? I guess we could do that right now. Let's see here. Um, let's see if he's coming back. He's been around a while, right? But he could. Oh, yeah, he's done. <laughs> he looks like he's been playing college football since 2018. So Gunnar Watson uh, is done. So that means, you know, Troy and South Alabama are breaking in new quarterbacks. 
you know, is, is Texas state breaking in a new quarterback? Southern miss doesn't, I mean, maybe they're going Ethan Crawford. He got hurt the other night. Some people are higher on him than I am, but I probably haven't seen him enough. Cajuns are pretty good and we'll see what happens with a Monroe. I mean, Zeon, Chris, if he comes back, they're in pretty good shape, but I mean, Arkansas state could be a team to beat next year in the West. All right. We'll see what happens. We'll see what South does. They're going to be bringing in, uh, breaking in uh, Gio uh, Lopez. But congratulations to Butch Jones uh, and Arkansas State. Really did a great job turning the season around. Uh, we talked about maturity, right? Again, no shame winning at, you know, at home and beating Louisiana and then going on the road and losing to South Alabama. I just don't think they played particularly well in that ball game. Don't look at the score. It was only a seven-point ball game. But I don't think they played particularly well. Uh, we'll see what happens. They're going on the road. Marshall is going to be the one that needs the bowl game. Uh, needs the win for uh, to go bowling. Uh, and Texas State has, has not played well coming off of big wins before, especially going on the road. So we'll see uh, what they do here. Texas State, uh, having said that, is hosting what we're talking about next. And we'll talk about South Alabama going bowling when we come back. Let me tell you about FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of uh, the NFL. If we had just you know, maybe kept things simple <laughs> and taking the Cowboys the last two weeks, no matter what we think about the Cowboys, the Cowboys were playing the Giants and playing the Panthers. Hmm. Although the Giants played much better uh, yesterday than they did last week. So should have been a couple easy wins on FanDuel. We seem to make things more difficult than they need to be. All right, Dave Schultz locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. It just has not been the season that I thought and maybe others thought it was going to be uh, for South Alabama. They just did not come out of the gate strong uh, whatsoever. Uh, they did get one nice win over Oklahoma State, but then they were, you know, start out the season two and three, right? They didn't look very good at all against Tulane. They looked sloppy against Southeastern. They played a well of a ball game against Oklahoma State. Go figure that one. Uh, and then that one slip away against Central Michigan. Uh, you know, they were behind immediately against James Madison. Then they played like they should against Monroe, again, against Southern Miss. But was it more Monroe and Southern Miss or was it South Alabama? Well, then they laid an egg at home against the Cajuns, right? They could not protect uh, Carter Bradley in that ball game. That's where he got banged up at the, at the end of the game. But they played a bad ball game as the, that was the best game the Cajuns have played all year. Uh, and, you know, South wasn't ready to play that ball game. All right. And then, you know, on a short week, uh, Carter Bradley's uh, not playing. You got to go to Troy with Gio Lopez. You know, they played okay in that ball game. Don't pay attention to the score. Was not uh, that much of a win for Troy. A little bit of a late uh, couple of scores. Um, but, you know, the defense played well. And now they've played a couple of good ball games. Carter Bradley gutting out a couple of victories. Probably a little bit healthier this week than he was last. They beat Arkansas State 21-14. And then they shut out Marshall 28-0. You know, Bradley, 17-23, 176 yards, a couple of touchdowns. LaDainian Webb, 
24 carries, 117 yards, and a score. And Colin Lacey, nine more catches uh, for 126 yards. You know, for not having the season that we thought maybe they were going to have. Um, you know, LaDainian Webb among the nation's leader in uh, rushing touchdowns. And Colin Lacey among the nation's leader in, I think, receiving yards. And so those are two very highlights. Uh, you know, I don't know if LaDainian Webb's going to get... Uh, Invited to the Senior Bowl. It'd be nice if he did. Colin Lacey's got another year. We'll see what he's going to do. He's a little bit on the, um, well, lack of a better term, smaller size. Uh, and hopefully he sticks around, right? Does he stick around for Gio Lopez or does he go find another program with a, you know, more experienced quarterback? I have no idea. Hopefully he sticks around. I get these thoughts in my head. Hopefully he sticks around. Um, Marshall comes back down to earth after, you know, a big win last week against uh, Georgia Southern. Cole Pennington with three interceptions. Uh, in his second start, Rasheen Ali held the 55 yards. He was also the leading receiver, uh, four catches, 41 yards. So South Alabama's defense, you know, that's the thing that can travel. Their defense hasn't has gotten a lot better. Let's put it that way, because guys were running wide open early on in the season. It was a liability. Uh, they couldn't stop the run. Guys coming wide open on the pass. Uh, and uh, that defense has significantly improved. And I think it's a good job by Kane Womack. You know, to make sure that, you know, he didn't lose the team. Uh, and for those in the, you know, bowl games don't matter crowd, go look at South Alabama's winning locker room. Matters to them. All right. South Alabama doesn't have uh, a long, you know, history of going to bowl games or winning things on the, you know, football level. Have won at basketball, have won at baseball, pretty good softball program. But football is, is rather new. And they went to a bowl game last year, did not play particularly well. I think that'll change this season. Uh, but they were awfully thrilled, right? They didn't have the season that they wanted or we thought, but they're having fun with the season they, they have. And if they happen to finish this off, going to Texas State is not going to be easy, right? Going into San Marcos won't be easy. They're coming off that 77-point loss. They're going to want a little redemption, take it out on the Jags. Uh, but if they can win that ball game and they win their final ball game, the bowl game, and all of a sudden they've won four in a row and finish up the season eight and five, that's something to build on. That's something to be proud of. It's not a 10-win season. Uh, but I think uh, maybe, I don't know if they've turned the corner, but I think they've accepted the season that they are having and trying to make the best of it. And I think they can. Now, having said that, if Marshall can pull themselves together, and we'll talk about this more during the week, Sunbelt could have 12 teams going bowling. There's three teams that can all win next week, or this week as the case may be, and no one's playing each other. And then you have Troy. You could have 12 teams that are eligible for bowl games in the Sunbelt. Wow. All right. Uh, we are headed to Louisville for Thanksgiving. My family is there. We will still be doing episodes. We will not stop doing them. We'll have them uh, done I believe one way or another, there's lots to talk about. We still got to talk about Troy and the Cajuns and ODU and, and Georgia Southern. And we'd had some out-of-conference ball games. We still got lots to talk about with that. But these were the three that I thought were the most important uh, for this episode. And then we will talk about, you know, you could have 12 out of 14 teams going bowling, right? ULM and Southern Miss are the only ones that are not, don't have a chance of going bowling. Well, everybody else does. Uh, all right. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Hope everybody had a great weekend 
and we'll have a great week. I'm Dave Schultz. You've been listening and watching to Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.